He does his YouTube videos. How do you guys get YouTube to come film you? Like, <laughs> I want to be famous. How do we get YouTube to come down and record this? <laughs> I, I want to make a YouTube press conference later. Someone call YouTube. Do I have to email them to come film me? Is that how it works? Yeah, what's their Gmail? What's YouTube's <laughs> Gmail? No, they have a Hotmail still. Oh, they're Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. Guys, I said it right. You did. You did Cold Bow Podcast. Cold Bow. There's no Cold Go or there's no none Cod of that stuff today. This isn't nice. the GoPro Podcast. I never noticed how hard that was to say until I said it for the until first you time. Had to I, was, say. Oh, I messed it up. <laughs> I think, you had to say I think it we under had pressure. like three episodes in a row where we all messed up. The yeah, intro. it was bad, dude. It was <laughs> funny. It was my first day back after that long absence. I come back and the first thing I say, hello and welcome to the Pulled Grow. <laughs> 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 Chris was in the other room just barely going, unique New York. <laughs> I was saying in the red car leather, the yellow here. leather, red how leather, now, yellow brown leather. How now, brown cow, how now, brown cow. Cold bow podcast, cold bow podcast. I got it. Will you intro next Show time? off. I will. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's going You're on, You're not guys? better than me. We all have a full cast here today. Uh, Chris is here. Uh, who else is here, guys? Um, Reese is here. His mic is falling down, though. Uh, Why are you speaking in the third person? Uh, Calm alone, do do like Calm alone, do <laughs> Calm alone, pull a 360 on this podcast. <laughs> Scott is here as well in third person. Uh, my name is Troy, and I am here. Hi, Troy. Hi, Troy. Jake, sounding off. What's up, Jake? I'm I'm off in the corner. I don't. I can't even see Reese or Chris. I, know, I can't see Jake's beautiful face. I can see Jake's and I can see his knees. We've all decided that Jake Ew, is the loudest, so we have to sit the furthest away. Makes sense. Yeah. So stay over there in Jake's corner. The smell we, we have him chalked in. In Jake's corner. <laughs> so, uh, guys, this is my episode today. I kind of wanted to do something a little different. Uh, just be... Uh, we did kind of doing our intros and instead of shuffling papers around. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> there we go. Now we can see Jake. Now we can have eye contact. Gross. Uninterrupted. Um, I can't. I still have to turn my head. You know like how rare this, that so is in the That's probably kingdom? not going to happen. <laughs> rare. You, know rare that <laughs> uh, you may see a polite person smiling. All I see is a chimp cowering in fear. <laughs> what are we talking about? I have no Making idea. Office quotes. Oh, that that sounds like a Dwight quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a Dwight quote. <laughs> Dude, how, how much are you going to fidget with that thing? I'm going to fidget Which, with my thing as much as I want. <laughs> you got to be careful, dude. It's I delicate. While, it, while Reese is fidgeting off. with his thing, I just want to mention, we just recently restarted watching The Office. I love, I got to say, the third season is so funny. Reese, you keep fidgeting oh, with that thing. It's going to give you warts. <laughs> I'm going to go blind. <laughs> your legs are going to fall off. You're going to get hair on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, I have... Um, Realized that we're about like what sixteen episodes in, fifteen episodes, something like that. And we've never uh, done our our origin story, origin yeah. story, origin story. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, our prequel, if you will. Hot damn! Of of why we're all doing this. It's probably because I don't well, think any of us really thought that you know fifteen episodes in we were going to actually have solid recordings. Cause I know, huh? <laughs> well, we were recording for a good year before we started using yeah, these episodes. There, there's a backlog of probably. Six. And they're terrible. Like half dozen to ten. I don't know. Several episodes. I thought that they were good. My origin. My origin story is: I'm the son of a billionaire, and my parents I'm the got son shot of a in an alleyway. Man. 
Oh, yeah. origin story. It all started in a cold December night back in 1985. Ew, that <laughs> nine months before you were born. <laughs> it was in the back alley of a Burger King <laughs> over a dumpster. <laughs> um. So yeah, dude. I, I kind of. I'm sorry, to, uh, mom. I just. I, I'm so ashamed of that. <laughs> you should be, man. You should be, because your mom listens too. I know. I feel a bad. blush. Hey, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, Mama Gifford. Looking forward to Lord of the Rings Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no, I was just making a joke. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw off your groove, Chris. <laughs> you threw me. You threw me off, dude. We're talking about like weird stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what I wanted to do, uh, we're doing uh, my episode today. Today we're going to kind of rate and review Nujibes. When I was making his playlist, I was getting weirdly emotional. And um, full disclosure, right after I made that playlist, we all kind of got in a fight. Because, yeah, we fight because we're human. And no. uh, it's kind of hard to get the five of us together in a room. We can like. Four of us will go, yeah, that time works great. I'll see you there. And then one person's like, I can't do that time. That one person's me. No, it was, I think it was me last time. I don't <laughs> even know. It's been me. It's been Troy. It's been yeah. Scott. All of us. We've all. We all have lives. We're all cool. Wives for the most part. <laughs> we all have I, lives and wives. Yeah. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> it all started on a cold. <laughs> that was like low key. Super shady, bro. Super shady. <laughs> Um, so yeah, dude, I kind of wanted to, uh, I, I don't know. Jake and I were talking and we were venting about something, probably the podcast, but probably me. No, we were, I think it was something to do with the recording specifically, but we were venting about something that we should be grateful for. And that's kind of what we both came to the conclusion of is like, we should be grateful for our friends, for our jobs, for our, like just the opportunity to be able to do this and even if we only have 10 listeners, they still listen and we love you guys. But uh, I kind of wanted to just say like why we're doing this. But I also wanted to tell all of you guys how grateful I am that we're all doing this together and how like each and every single one of you all add something to this that no one else could. Um, I love you guys. Man, I love you too, bro. So I kind of wanted to say like, you're making tears come out of my face. Are you? Yeah, I'm Water not. I'm not sure face. if that's my contacts or not. That's, I, that's I, how I see this going. We're all going to be crying and <laughs> hugging. I don't know how to uh, receive a compliment in this setting. We're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> it's weird. It's really strange. Well, that's what. I, that's what I'm saying. Is everyone listens to our show and they're like, my favorite part is when Chris makes fun of Troy, and I was like, oh, I okay. Sorry, Troy. <laughs> but uh, they're like, yeah, I love the way you guys banter and, and make fun of each other. And they're like, I like I like it, too. And that's how we kind of interact with each other. But we also like each other. Yeah. And I think that it's important to remember that. For real. For real. For real. For real. So this so, is going to be one of those episodes. This is going to be one of those episodes. Right. That's how I see this going. Like I, like I said, I was making my new Jibus playlist. Uh, he passed away in 2010. Um, and cheesily, cheesy enough, I feel like he lives on through his music because that artist makes me feel more than any other artist in the history of the world. He was like, he was like Han in Tokyo Drift. (laughs) So now we can go back because he literally died in a car accident in Tokyo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, reason why I'm here, uh, is kind of, uh, because of Scott. Scott had this idea of doing a podcast a while ago, and we also 
started like a blog. We used to do review movies and stuff. And Scott, kind of the one that took it up to the next level, said we should do a podcast. And we jumped on the idea to do it. Yeah, that was like five years ago. Yeah. That yeah, was that like was, back in like 2013. It was actually a school smelly closet. Yeah. Yeah, we, we would sit in this in this tiny closet, like literally we were all <laughs> sitting with our back against our walls, against the wall, and like our feet all touching. <laughs> and, like, and the only reason why we sat in that closet was because for one, it had like the little foam stuff. It was somewhere we could all go that would be uninterrupted. And then the other thing is we only had like, what, two mics yeah. that we could use. So we kind of had to like get all of us at the same time. You know, right now we each have our own mic and everything. That's great. Remember but, when we yeah. brought Jose in and tried to fit Jose in that closet with yeah, all? Of- it probably sounds better than this room does now, though. Like we, <laughs> the sacrifices <laughs> oh, no, that we no, made. That, there's definitely, uh, <laughs> it, it definitely sounded better yeah. in that closet. But um, I mean, we we had we, one we mic and we, too. we held it in the middle, and some person just held their arm stationary in the middle of the room. <laughs> with the, yep. Yeah, yeah, and, and that. that uh, that original idea for the podcast was actually just a school assignment mm-hmm. in uh, in college for me, and uh, so I, I needed to put a website together and try and uh, drive traffic to it, and then record, and then later on record a podcast for whatever yeah. uh, topic I wanted. And we already had a blog that that had kind of dwindled. It, that blog was like more than five years. That was like how long ago? That, that was like oh nine. Yeah. yeah, it was for a long. It was, all, it was, it was almost a while ten ago, years yeah. ago. And so and yeah. so I know we ha- we had that blog, and I think we called it Four Guys. Right? Four guys. Four guys. And uh, four guys. Terrible one blog. Movies. Guys. Yeah, movies. Four guys. That's, that's, right. that's yeah. right. That's and, right. And, movies. And so four I guys. Bought, I actually bought the domain and everything. And mm-hmm. now don't go to Four Guys now because I'm pretty sure that's a pretty <laughs> shady. <laughs> like it all started on a cold December night. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like the, those original recordings, like I've gone back and listened to them. They're they're pretty good. Like yeah, I thought like, so too. I kind of got the we, bug. It might be like kind of fun to probably re-release. I kind of got the bug there. ever since then. The that's why I wanted to keep doing this because yeah. we talked about it ever since then, but we just never took it seriously until now. How many yeah. times did we talk about? It? How many times do we get together and then say, "Dude, we need to restart the podcast. We need to restart yeah. the podcast," and it was like. When did we do that? Like 2012, 2013, something was, like that? It was 2013 because I remember where I was living in the time and my daughter was just born at that time. So she's Tw- five. So it's so, like 2013. Yeah. And for five years, we we're like, oh, we need to do it. We need to do it. And then finally last year, we we all got together and said, no, no, we're doing this. And the deciding factor this. was like, all right, we're all going to buy mics. So then so we're, we're at least a hundred dollars into this. We can't, we can't not do it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. We Once. had to, had to invest $150 into it. And if we did that, then it would force us to, yeah. to get going. So Scott, we wouldn't be here without you. So thank you for being our, our founding father, but also being like, this is a super crucial part of our show. And the most handsome. And the most handsome. Oh, well, easily. He's like, we, I didn't even know how to upload anything to iTunes. And Scott, <laughs> Scott had to figure it out for us. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah, we're still figuring it out. We're still figuring it out. For sure. Um, also moving on to another one of our most crucial members is Troy here. And Troy, Aww, shucks. this wouldn't be this wouldn't be cold bow without you. Um, I even said from the start, we have to make sure Troy is here. That's for damn sure. That easily none, none of our post production would happen without Troy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, Troy drew our logos. Troy edits like crazy. Troy helped us figure out how to synchronize our audio. 
So our wonderful uh, cold bow Game of Thrones picture was drawn by Troy. Yep, he's I, awesome. I sat next to him and rubbed his shoulders while he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you can do this, man. For reals, though, like the editing Troy puts into it, like any like the poor quality uh, episodes we've had, where it's like you can hear weird artifacts in the in the um, in the audio. That's all. Like Tro- like if it wasn't for Troy, it would have been garbage. A thousand times worse. Like, yeah. like the, the the fact that it's even listenable, listen whatever. Uh, <laughs> I think it's hearable. Hearable <laughs> is because because <laughs> Troy put hours into it. Thanks Troy, guys. Troy's getting an erection right now. <laughs> He's blushing. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, Troy, this wouldn't be a podcast without you, and we we love that you're able to make it. We're glad that you're here. Also, your input is decent. <laughs> just, just decent. So, I realize well, that. I actually, that's, that's why I don't talk so okay. much. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to throw my wife under the bus a little bit. She doesn't listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but I did have her listen to a couple episodes early on. And she, I think I told you guys this a long time ago. She said that Troy is her favorite person to listen to because yeah. he has the easiest voice to listen to. Troy has the sexiest voice. He has radio mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Let's hear that yeah. velvet. Let's hear that. Say something. Uh. <laughs> See, I told you. Uh, <laughs> putting me on the spot here, huh? <laughs> We're all getting too excited over there. We're all getting too excited. <laughs> hey, Reese's wife, what's up? <laughs> Will you marry Troy? <laughs> I'm getting some miles out of that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just put headphones on your ears. Yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> You're going to create another playlist of just that instead yeah. of your cantina Instead of my cantina music. Thanks, <laughs> 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 hey, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys as well. So, Hey, we love you, man. Love you. All right, Jake. You're next, dude. You're in the hot seat. Uh, I just want to tell you, dude, we love you. We're super glad that you're here. Um, Jake has kind of been the one that's been pushing us to do this. He uh, he's super passionate about <laughs> recording this every time. Jake also edits and he's really good at it. He's the one that uh, kind of came up with the idea of having us banter in the beginning. And then, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know how our podcast goes. Uh, that, that was all Jake's idea and we loved it. Um, but not to mention that, but his input stuff, he has to say the way that we can conversate with him so easily. He's invaluable. Where would you so, get your pretentious film school stuff from? I don't know. I probably probably some probably. other pretentious film school student. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's super hard to find one of those. They're all over the place. None of them are working. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can even tell them we'll pay them in, in exposure. If Jake ever pay quit. them in exposure, <laughs> over exposure. If Jake ever quit with a wanted one sassy film student. <laughs> That spot will be filled in a day. Big butt, bigger heart. (laughs) Is that butt or gut? Yes. Whatever. Both. Because one is very large and one is very not. (laughs) But. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, dude. We love you. All right, Reese. I saved you for last because you were the last one to join us. Indeed. Um, So, Reese, a friend with Jake. Yep. Uh heard we were doing a podcast i don't even know how to so it, it actually we jake jake and i've known each other a number of years and we're in a chat a thread chat with like a bunch of other dudes and i just kind of threw out there like my Sounds dream hot. yeah it's super <laughs> hot. i threw out there that it was like my i really wanted to do a podcast and then jake uh dm'd me and was like hey dude like 
I'm actually doing this with. So, with- so what happened is there was in one of those past episodes that we're, we have, we're not releasing because they're just awful. Uh, Troy had a scheduling conflict and couldn't make it. And so we, I, I kind of wanted to have five people there. And, uh, so I, I texted Reese and said, Hey, we got, we're, we're lo- or not five. We, I wanted four people there. Mm-hmm. And so Troy couldn't make it. We called Reese. Reese was going to fill in for Troy that one day. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, two days later, Reese sends a mass message to all of us and says, Hey guys, I bought a microphone. I'm ready to record. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the rest is history. So yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, didn't it also start from a, game of thrones episode you guys were doing because you guys were which is why you do that picture in the first place yeah 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 so that's that yeah that was one of the first episodes uh well yeah sometime later we did a me and reese and chris got together and watched episode or season seven's finale and recorded a two hour long thing about it i we we probably should re- release that at some point right? <laughs> I, thought I mean it was we okay. we have it i, I have it, it on my be computer pretty hard hitting, we'll release right? it at right the end the- of season eight we'll do a review on season seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. people are so dying we'll to hear that two years what's your retroactive thoughts from last season <laughs> <laughs> be a good refresher um but i saved you for last because uh you're the last one to join us but i felt like once you joined we were complete that that was like the missing piece to our, because we are the four of us over here. We've known each other for a while, but we all kind of circle jerk and agree on everything. <laughs> and we needed uh, like a different input, yeah. Some, somebody who thought thought of things at a different angle. So we love you, man. And we're glad you're here. Thanks, Someone man. who we'll hasn't been uh, screaming in each other's faces for the last twelve years. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. all know all of our likes and dislikes and arguments for this and mm-hmm. against that. We know our personality styles, so we know how each other argues and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And, and I had met Chris years ago. We went to a jazz game together yeah. with Jake. I think, I think I was there, actually. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then I've known Scott ever since he got back from his mission. I met, through obviously, through Jake. And we get together once a year for Lord of the Rings Day, yep. which is the best day of the year. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Yeah, dude. I, I also want to say, I think, uh, Reese, I think you add a lot of personality to the uh, the podcast. Uh, That's and a it's way fun. to put it. <laughs> I mean, <It's> polite. <laughs> you definitely got a you definitely got a face for radio, so. <laughs> a face for podcasting. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's but, why you're uh, gonna you're gonna produce our YouTube series. I find yeah. that when I, I won't be on screen. Reese, <laughs> get off camera. <laughs> when I'm uh, when I'm listening you back into the house. <laughs> when I'm listening to our uh, our recordings, either when I'm editing or when you know when when we release the episode, I always find myself laughing. I think the most at Reese's jokes. So. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least is me. So go ahead, guys, and shower me in compliments. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to handle that transition. Yeah, that's Very good. Well, I, like I, I just want to say, like, I find myself, if you go back and listen to uh, almost any episode, you'll hear Chris say something like pretty low key, kind of just throw it in there. And then you'll hear me throw out one of these. <laughs> Chris, Chris makes me laugh so hard. Whenever recording and kind of how Troy feels about me, I feel that way about Chris's jokes. Like you hit my funny bone <laughs> so hard. I'll, I, like I listen to the you aliens. Sure that's the only bone he's hitting. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the aliens episode like three times because I was on my way out of town for work. Yeah, and I just laughed so hard every time you said. I don't even remember the joke now, but I, it just made me laugh so hard. I don't remember it either. Well, it's, well, also whatever. if uh, if Reese is the personality, Chris is the engine. 
or the, even the heart of the, of the podcast, pushing us forward, always coming up with ideas, like the passion behind everything. I would I mean, agree with we, that. We come 100%. into it with, with, a, yeah. with a lot of jokes and stuff and almost lightheartedly, Chris, a lot of, uh, will come into it with, with feeling. Yeah. See, I think if, uh, like he is today, if the podcast <laughs> exactly. was just me, Scott and Jake, it would be the most boring <laughs> podcast. And because we, we would just agree with, we'd be arguing with each other, but, but arguing the same point. Screaming the exact. I agree with you. You're absolutely right. But listen to this. <laughs> no. And, and I think that, uh, adding, you know, Reese gives us that personality, but also, especially, uh, having Chris, uh, definitely balances us out that much and saying the engine, the heart is 100% true. That's funny because uh, Scotty and I have this weird mind meld because that is exact. The engine is the exact word that was in my mind when I was thinking about Chris. Is like that's that's it's like your brothers or something. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like we were raised in the same house. Um, but uh, no, yeah, engine. That's the the one who keeps us moving. If anybody f- is feeling like they're lagging behind, you're not allowed to because Chris is there behind you. Um, yeah, he is kicking in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the best forward. way to describe him is he's the DM of the group. The oh, DM, <laughs> meta. Thanks, guys. Bingo. I love you guys. Well, I. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say real quick. I, I also, whenever I feel like kind of like down about either myself or the podcast or whatever, and I like just kind of feeling like, okay, I think I'm gonna either sit out this week or whatever, let the other guys handle it. I end up having a conversation almost randomly with, with Chris and just, it always just turns me around where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can get back into it. This is awesome. You know? Cause, yeah. uh, yeah. Like uh, Chris, you dude, you care so much. And because of that, it really hard. translates. He cares hard. Yes. That's yeah. like so much. He cares so hard that it like, it it's like me strangling hard. and suffocating <laughs> everyone. Everyone else feels it. It's it, and no, it, it's true. And, and you, the, the amount that you care, like it makes it so like, I can't not care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I appreciate that sincerely. So, awesome, uh, man. Reese, you were going to say, well, I was just going to say, I think it'd be interesting. I don't even think we've talked about like what our backgrounds are specifically Yeah. of like, why, why we're doing, why we feel like we bring value to this. What, I mean, why, why, why they should listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like who, that's, who are that we? Was it. That's why I wanted to tell you guys what I think your value is. Oh, uh, thanks man. But last night I told you guys, I'm not in the mood to do this. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't. And I wasn't this morning, but I thought maybe if we tell each other why we, why we do this, why we want to be here, maybe it'll, uh, cause it, it's, it's, this is fun. We love doing this. We do it cause we love it. Um, I mean, besides the happy, besides the happy, <laughs> we do, and the the makeouts we have afterwards. But we we do so much beard hair. Figurative circle so much beard hair. It's Those, called a bro job. It's not gay. <laughs> Those cold bow orgies, you just have to see to believe. <laughs> just, just curly why, beard hair everywhere. It is, it is that's not beard foul hair, buddy. And disgusting. Oh no, it's just that's why mom. Jake's apartment was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Normally we do it after that time we did it before. <laughs> you were all glowing. But... <laughs> I think Chris actually got a picture of me glowing. I did. <laughs> Except I true, truly, I just thought it'd be funny to flash you with my flashlight and see if you stop talking and it works. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what, what are you doing? 
during the headlights. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, he had the, um, the uh, Mac and Charlie, Charlie look on oh, his yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, should we, like... Yeah. Say how we know each other. I mean, yeah, yeah. Give a little background on how we know each other. So Scott and Jake, Scotty and I, Scotty and I are brothers. If you couldn't tell already, I think it's been mentioned, but well established that Jake and Scott are brothers, and then Troy is our cousin. So me and Scott and Troy have grown up since we were children, and and we all three Um, in high school did a lot of uh, film stuff. Um, and then, and then continue on in college. I, I did a couple years in, in this, in a film degree, Jake graduated with it. And then, uh, between college and professional life, uh, all three of us continued our film studies from high school further on. And, you know, the other thing is that not only are we close in age, but at least, and this is my personal opinion, and I'm sure I'm sure it's shared with a lot of you guys, but our family, our, our, uh, Extended family is extremely close. Mm-hmm. And On so that, that side of the family, for yeah, sure. We're that very kinda, close. That definitely helps with that. So, Yep. In our other podcast, or in our other Dungeons and Dragons thing, we have another one of our cousins, Jameson, is part of it. And he is part of that on that side of our family as well. We're, and we're all very close to each other that way. Um, Chris is actually a friend from high school. Uh, Chris and I graduated... It, um, the same year we don't have to say what year we're not going to age ourselves 2005 they graduated Shut in 2005 <laughs> <laughs> so chris and i graduated from kearns high school in 2005 scotty graduated two years after that so me and scott knew chris a little bit from high school yeah chris um, and i were in the same and jake we're all yeah. in the same uh film class film class Z in news. high school z news and we, uh, um we are all uh by the way we're we're all we all are from Utah. We try not to bring religion up as much as possible, but we're all LDS. Uh, we we uh, eh. Eh. <laughs> you can probably tell by the way we speak. Yeah. By the way we speak, <laughs> super uh, highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I serve. I, I did. I did my LDS mission, and that's where Reese and I met. Was on our missions, and so after my mission, I got home. Uh, we came Troy, home together. We came home the same day. That's true. And you were wearing my suit. I was wearing one of Reese's <laughs> old suits. <when> I, <laughs> uh, my but, dad recognized it straight away. He's like, "Wasn't that your suit?" And I was like, "Yeah, that was." Yeah, my, my mom. Suit. I don't know if my mom's ever been more embarrassed. Than when, Reese's <laughs> dad, when Reese's dad came home, came over to us and shook my hand, and was like, it's "Nice to meet you. Uh, that's the best suit I've ever bought. That looks good on a stranger." <laughs> Yeah, my mom wasn't happy, but uh, Troy got home from his mission just after I did, and then uh, I reconnected with Chris, and so we we were all kind of friends through that, and then, like I said, Reese kind of uh, came along later. Reese knew Chris uh, a little bit. He had he had met him a couple times. He'd met Scott a few times, but. Um, well, and yeah. I was uh, I was introduced to Chris probably about ten years ago, like personally, and uh, I think it's safe to say Chris and I hit it off as friends pretty pretty even, quick after that. Even Jake was like, "Why are you hanging out with my cousin?" It was, <laughs> it was, I'm not even there. It was honestly weird when I, when when Chris is like texting me, "Oh yeah, I was hanging out with Troy the other night." Going, what? Well, isn't that, that, isn't that weird? Like, like I introduced two of my two of my, yeah, my buddies. It is weird, and now they're like. 
really close and they do stuff together all the time without me it's super <laughs> weird well like and those two worlds colliding yeah, yeah. it was funny because a part of why, why that happened was because like uh I, I don't know why but like just this weird sequence of events where like i helped chris get a job and then he helped me get a job at the same place by the way so like i got him hired at the place i was at he got me hired at the place he was at and then he got me a job through somebody else and we just kind of like started doing this trade-off thing where we just kept getting each other jobs and it was i don't know yeah. It was weird. I, I went away to college for a year, and when I came back... I had to replace you. It, well, yeah. that's It was weird. I went away to college for a year. When I got back, I felt like tr- my cousin Troy and my, my oldest friend in the world, Jose, were better friends with Chris than they were with me. <laughs> I was like, this is so this bizarro world. But uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. And so we all hung out. Me, Scott, Chris, Troy, we all hung out a lot. We we recorded our podcast a little bit, and then we like, and then we already went over how that started. But even bringing Reese along, I was like, why didn't we bring him along sooner? Because he fit in so well. Like he, he I think I started like making fun of you guys like the first night. The very first night, you started making fun of me. That's no, he made fun of me too, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? I was like, oh, he's just talking to us like how we talk to each other. <laughs> just fill the room and go with it. Right, yeah, it. I'm, not a, I'm not a shy person. I, I don't think I've ever been shy. I, I think you're kind of uh, extroverted. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, that's that's our story. That's our origin story. Our prequel. And so, uh, thanks for humoring me on that, guys. Yeah. Well, and then I, I mean, as far as background, you know, Jake is the film guy. Yeah. You know, Jake. I, I guess there's multiple film guys. But Jake Troy, has a Troy does it professionally. Troy does it professionally. I used to do it professionally, and now I well, I don't know what I do now professionally. <laughs> in between, I'm currently jobs. in between jobs, but you're a full time podcaster now. Yeah, yay! But but Jake brings Jake brings like so much information about that industry. So when we're talking about films, or if you go back and listen to our episode mm-hmm. about uh, uh, directors of photography, or uh, why am I blanking on on cinematographers? Mm-hmm. Like he has so much meaningful information on there. And that's, yeah. that, I think that's fantastic. And then Troy, same thing, Troy, well, and Scott, they both have experience. They, all three of them have this experience in that world in, uh, Chris or Scott, you work a lot in web stuff. So you're like, you know, ear to the ground technical, you know, what's going yeah. on with all the technical stuff out there. And then I, I grew up in a musical household. My mom was a professional opera singer. That's why music is super important to me. Uh, my dad was a drummer and things like that. And then uh, Chris loves movies and he loves video games. And I actually have never met anyone that has a family and a full-time job that is able <laughs> to play the amount of games that he does, but still be a good husband and a good father. So I mean, hats off to you. <laughs> yeah. For reals though, like a lot of people are like, like the new hip nerd culture is mm-hmm. is really easy to slide into, but uh, but Chris is like the real deal with the OG of video games and anime and. Dude, I used to hide my Pokemon cards, and now I can just show them out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually recently started playing Pokemon Go again. Oh yeah, me it's too. It's great, man. Yeah, I caught like a Lapras recently. I yeah. was super oh, nice. excited was, about it. Yeah, I'd I kill like for it. a Lapras. <laughs> um, but. Oh no! I was just about oh. to say that the uh, Chris's 
passion for video games and movies. And we already talked about his, him being passionate earlier and that it's, he, he, yeah, that's, what, that's all strong. I was going to say. It's a strong it was just, it was, he, He's very passionate about video games, very passionate about movies. And you can tell by the by the video games that he's had us play and by that, that and the, the comments he's been able to make about movies that he's, he knows what he's talking about and he's had a lot of experience with that. So Indeed. that's all I was going to say. Thanks, man. So the thing I like about doing this uh, real quick before we jump yeah. into our topic topic. Anyway, uh, the thing I like about doing that and getting to know each other a little bit more is because I think it adds some validity to uh, what we have to say, you know, because we're not just some dudes who just like to watch movies. That's true. I mean, we, we totally are. are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we are five schlubs. Yes. Uh, but, you know, we all each have our own separate, unique backgrounds where we can offer, you know, very specific insights on things um, that, you know, but yeah, I we're agree. not just some we- guys that, that enjoy, you know doing that we, we can we yeah, can offer yeah. insights but we're also everyday schlubs that <laughs> exactly. can give they can get that can also say like oh yeah this is the every man's opinion on what that movie or that video game or that song or mm-hmm. music or whatever that's what we i i think i think that's what we can bring to the table there that way A good mix so uh those of you listening you can skip this part if you want that's fine but uh, this was very therapeutic for it's a, us. It's a little late for that. It's a little yeah. late. We're, we're, we're past this is, that. But that's, this is the end this, now. This is us. I mean that in a... <laughs> was that a reference that to the a television reference, show? Yeah. But that's that's our story. That's why we're doing this. Because we what? love it. We're, we're real we love each other. like this is us. We this have to us. make sure we tag that show on our next know, social huh? media. <laughs> this is us. So And this is me. If we're uh, If you're still listening to us 15 episodes in... Uh, I just want to say thank you. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. We it's been awesome. Stick yeah. around. My own wife more. doesn't listen. It only gets better from here. Mine doesn't either. So <laughs> neither my does wife mine. loves me and she listens to every episode. I hate Ouch. You. <laughs> uh, my wife hopefully is listening. <laughs> so I had this idea of us posing. We're having a barbecue after this. All of our families are getting together. And we should all pose with our wives and our children. And then Jake can hold a hand up. <laughs> <laughs> Held his hand up, like, like yeah. Oh, oh, what am okay. I supposed to do with my hands? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know hands. what to do with my hands. I don't chew big red, then <laughs> you. Oh <my> <laughs> Mark it. Mark it. We don't have a, a timestamp right now. Forty-four thirty-six. Forty-five eleven. Uh, well, yeah, my timestamp's <laughs> way off. Yeah, I'm like forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Nujabes. Nujabes. Dude, I loved this music. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so. Okay, go on, go on, go on. All I, right, I right. can't wait to start talking about this <laughs> stuff. I've got, I've got things to say. So, uh, shout out to Jose Herrera. Jose, forever ago, he's like, "Hey, what do you think of this song?" And he sent me "Feather" from Nujabes, which is song. my favorite, my favorite song from him. But like I, like I mentioned before, do you want to play it? Yeah, I can play it. But like I mentioned before, um, a new Jabez makes me feel emotions more than any other artist has before. And I didn't really know why. Um, I've always liked blues. I've always liked hip hop. He's kind of an amalgamation of both. Uh, he produces his own stuff. He writes his own stuff. Um, He's got like super heavy jazz overtones oh, yeah. and stuff. Big time. When I was reading about him, it said, it said that he was he's a producer, mm-hmm. first and foremost. 
Um, and he produced tons of hip hop stuff mm-hmm. and tons of jazz stuff in yeah. Japan. Yeah. And I was like, that's why this music is dope. He he got a big break. Funny enough, I bring up Cowboy Bebop constantly. I don't really mean to. But uh, <laughs> that guy that made Cowboy Bebop made another show called Samurai Champloo. I don't know what Champloo means. I think it means combination like mm. mix up. But it's a samurai show about hip hop. So it was hip hop oh. and samurai and graffiti. Like okay. Graffiti art was a big theme of it. And Nujibes did the the show's album. He did the soundtrack for it. Oh, cool. Here's Feather. He, he plays all his own instruments, all his piano, all the guitar. He plays everything on it. Um, but his big break, his big break was the show Samurai Champloo. And then looking up his stuff, I found out that he actually passed away in 2010. But people are still finding music that he's made ever since then. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the atmospheric feel of all of his music. Uh, the way that no matter what mood I'm in, it kind of seems to match my mood. If I'm studying and wor- working, it'll help. It'll we, and we, we talked about that when we talked about Lord of Huron. Like yeah. music that can meet your mood and not necessarily change your mood yeah. is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that, that can be a problem with a lot of music is is trying to change your mood. And I think it, especially if you're in a bad mood and you're trying to lighten it, yeah, yeah, and you and you try you uh, you play music that is happier, upbeat. It always ends up making me more angry and and more in a bad mood. It always ends up pushing me further down. Whereas um, you you play music that kind of matches your mood, and it uh, I think that helps my mood get better more. Um, but things like Lord Huron. Who I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of, but I, I mean, I, I'm not going to turn them off. And especially like Nujabes, is they can match any mood you're in. If you're in a bad mood, you listen to it and it kind of fits yeah. your bad mood. But even if you're in a good mood and you're in a happy mood, or if you're in a chill mood, or whatever mood you're in, it matches it, and it, and it's the exact same music. That's what I thought was super interesting about because. You, you said to listen to the music when you're in a bad mood, if you're feeling down. And so I listen to the music when I, I if I ever noticed that I was, if, if, that my mood or my emotions were getting high, regardless of where I was at, if I was happy, if I was sad, if I was angry, I would, I would throw on Nujabest just to, just to see how it would affect my mood. And it matched whatever mood I was in. And it was very cathartic the whole time that's interesting here's uh, the thing just getting a little more technical about um, Nujibes right that's how you pronounce it yeah um, this song while you're playing it keep playing it um, the uh, what I really like about his music and it's not necessarily anything new is I, I love the piano mm-hmm. in it um, the piano just I think that to me is why it kind of gets me a little to chill out a little more um, if there is one criticism that I have of, of uh, Nujibes is that uh, the music itself just seems a little too synthesized. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell the piano comes from a keyboard. I think that uh, if, I mean, obviously Nujibes is, uh, has passed away and, uh, you know, rest in peace. But if, uh, if there's somebody out there who could take his music and maybe remix it a little bit, maybe do it on a real piano yeah, and maybe do some, uh, some of the drums, you know, the, the snare and the, you know, all that, on a real drum set and kind of like remix the music with his audio over it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that would be so good in my it's, opinion. It's funny you say that though, because he's, 
he was kind of like the the grandfather or whatever they're called yeah. the the founding father of this style. Yeah, he has spawned countless people there, tribute tribute. Yeah, I was reading that there's like hundreds mm-hmm. of people that that put on like tribute concerts mm-hmm. where they're not playing his music; they're playing their own. Yeah, but it's 100 percent inspired of yeah. it. Yeah, and I thought that was really really cool. And I, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big, uh, big into hip hop. It's not that I hate it. I actually, you know, if, if it's uh hip hop, you know, I'll listen to it and stuff, but I'm not really into it, but I could, like you guys said, if I turned on Nujibes, I could sit back and I could listen and I could enjoy. And, uh, you know, I, maybe it's attributed to my being deaf in one ear, but when I listen to music, I don't really hear vocals, like what they're specifically saying very well. Mm-hmm. So it's all kind of like mashed together in one musical thing, I guess. And, uh, his, his, uh, comes together really well. Even if I don't know what he's saying per se, it comes together really well. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry. It's Uh, typically not him on the lyrics. Uh, that's what I've noticed. Like he almost never does the lyrics Mm -hmm. and most of his music. Uh, I think I listened to all of it. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I say anything, I just want to say I loved it. And I still have him on my rotation now. I oh, keep good. listening to him. Good, man. It's awesome. But anytime there's lyrics, it's not him. Yeah. He has he has uh, collaborations. And that's kind of where a ton of the music is still coming from, is he collabed with so with just, I mean, hundreds of people over years that music still is coming out because he just was a part of a recording somewhere else, even in a different part of the world. Um uh, but my, if I had one negative negative thing to say about this music, typically when you're forming a song, you have a crescendo. Mm-hmm. You have something that the music builds to, and then it draw it comes back down. Typically, your song doesn't even doesn't end at that crescendo. It has to come back down. Right. It, it's hard for me if there's no lyrics with his music. It was hard for me to make it more than half of the song. Because it's the same thing. You, you usually starts with like one instrument, maybe a piano, maybe the drum. And then it starts layering in more as it feels like it's building up. But then it gets to this point and it plateaus mm-hmm. the entire rest of the track. So you might have three and a half, four minutes of song with no crescendo. There's nothing that it builds up to. And I have a hard time listening to music without crescendos, even in, in normal music. That's not hip hop. You can go, you can go to country music. There's a crescendo always. Sometimes there's multiple and the crescendo is the, the chorus, right? That's the crescendo of the song. His songs don't have that. Yeah. And that was, that was tough for me to listen to. I enjoyed every single song. (laughs) There wasn't one song I didn't enjoy, but it got to the point that I couldn't listen to like more than half of it. Because there's no crescendo. It's more like a jam session almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So jazz. Yeah. And and on that note, I think uh, to kind of take what you said and kind of go along with that a little more, not necessarily in the negative aspect of it, but to me, I think that's why I could kind of just turn it on in the background and just let it play because I wasn't necessarily my like my mind wouldn't be fixated on it so much as far as, you know, when is it going to hit its ups and when is it going to hit its down? It was just playing and it was it was really good music to listen to mm-hmm. for that purpose. Um, but yeah, I actually I didn't notice. I mean, I, I might have, but I, I never noticed that there wasn't a chorus until this very moment. <laughs> but uh, you're right. There isn't a chorus. Like, it, yeah, 
it's he's consistently having either his it's repetitive. He has his, his beat which is its own time. style of its of itself. Uh, but that's why I'm like maybe that's why I consistently enjoy it throughout the whole song. Yeah. Like I have a consistent feeling the entire mm. time. Like the second I put on his music, my head just immediately just starts bobbing up and down. Yeah. Um, because I can't help but do it. Um, another thing too that you said is that he kind of just has jam sessions. He actually re- uh, wrote the song "Love Sick." There's like then, five parts, to and it. then he wrote uh five parts to it, yeah. and then the entire album is him and other artists collaborating on a, a rendition one, one of song. that one song. That's cool. It's amazing. And I- I think Lovesick Part 3 might be my favorite because it's like, he wrote basically a 20 minute song and then Part 3 is, I guess, the crescendo part where it starts to come down. Um, yeah. What do, what, do you, what do you guys think? So, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I actually saw... So, something that I really like about this stuff, this it, it, it's a very different style of hip-hop. Like we said, there's a lot of jazz influence in it. There's a lot of um, uh, other influences in it, and it's it, it's very much not like any other hip hop that you're gonna hear today. It's not your mainstream hip hop. Absolutely not, and it's and it's what I love about it because yeah. I love hip hop, but a lot of the newer stuff is kind of awful. <laughs> like, I, I actually shout saw- out to Eminem. <laughs> Oh, like Eminem, dropping his new banger. His just he dropped, mumbly style. Oh this. my gosh, Eminem dropped that new album and it, it is was an, so it was amazing. However, um, I actually saw this video uh, of DMC from from Run DMC recently, and he was talking about hip hop, what what he thinks about hip hop nowadays. And they said, "What do you think about hip hop?" And he says, "It's disco." It's disco. He said it's disco, and he says if you go back to the '70s when hip hop was invented, mm-hmm. and you look at what was popular back in the '70s and what was hyper popular, it was disco. And he says you look at that. The you, you see you see rappers now and 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 hip hop people now. You see them. They're wearing purple fur coats and they're coloring their hair and they're going to clubs and they're flashing money and they're doing all this stuff. And he says, that is 100% disco. And he says, hip hop was not that hip hop was the anti disco music. And he says, and it has turned into disco now. And so he talks about like one of the first rap hits, one of the first hip hop hits out there he was quoting it and he's like, it, it was real. It was about what was happening at the time. It was real. It makes you wonder sometimes how I keep from going under, right? Like, yeah. It, it's the it, he's talking about that, and I, I thought it was super interesting that I read that or I watched that video just before I started listening to new to new Jubbess. It was the next day after our last recording when you told us to start listening to it. I read, I watched that video, and I just thought this is not hip hop this is or this is not disco this is the farthest thing this, from it this, this is, is a hi, this is a higher form of hip hop in my opinion it really is yeah. like it's especially net, like modern hip hop right now where they just repeat the same thing or like when you can sometimes hear a lyricist and they just they they uh, it's almost like they have a stutter yeah. and that's how it sounds like they're 
rapping fast. Like if you listen to that song with Buster Rhymes and Chris Brown, right? Uh, he, Buster Rhymes does that, and he's not actually saying words, but it sounds good if you're not paying attention. Uh, and then you get into the new stuff now, and it's just it's hot garbage. It really <laughs> it is. Really, it really is. And I'm I'm ashamed that it's as popular as, as it is because mm-hmm. it speaks to what children these days, what teenagers these days accept as good music. I have an anecdote for this, too. It's, it's awful. So, um, sorry, real quick, so I was laughing earlier when you said uh, it's a higher form because I just got uh, Dragon Ball Z in my head. It's like the Super Saiyan version of hip-hop. You haven't even seen my final form. So, um, so, but here's my story. is like... I was, uh, if you guys know me, you know I hate Drake, and yeah. I hate Lil Wayne, and yeah. I hate Nicki Minaj, and I hate that Drake is like the biggest album, the so, biggest artist member. And I now. actually do like Drake. I think he's terrible. I think he's super terrible. Because here's, here's some of the lyrics for his, his music, and this yeah. is like top of the charts right now. Here's yeah. some lyrics from it. And I looked this up, and I got depressed <laughs> that this is what movies is, but the song's called Only, and mm-hmm. it says, no, yo, I never effed Wayne, I never effed Drake. All my life, man, F's sake. If I did, I'd menage a trois with them and let them eat eat my ass like a cupcake. That's, that's not good. This like is, a cupcake. Yeah. yeah. Like a cupcake. Like a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. This is this is music today. This is this is what people call music. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. But like speaking of, of Drake, like I have all his albums and I think he's a talented guy. I don't think he's a great rapper. Yeah. And I don't listen to him for his rap. I like his beats. And I like his vocals, but so I, I think because hip hop is not my favorite type of music, when I do listen, I I tend to be very picky, mm, and fair. so like, and this is something that uh, that DMC brought up in that interview where he he was talking about how there are people nowadays. It's not all hip hop nowadays that's bad. It, there are some people like uh, Chance the Rapper, like. Uh, childish Gambino, who is done now, but uh, apparently he's done. But I did not know that. As well as like Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar these, is amazing. These guys are guys that are that are holding the flag for hip hop while everyone else is out going yeah. and being disco. These guys are kind of holding the flag for that. Um, and I think that it's these guys like Nuja Bess and these other guys that are kind of um, uh, underground type stuff that you they're not they're not mainstream they're not and that sounds really hipster and of course it's me that's saying mainstream (laughs) but it's not it's those guys that are kind of underground that you're not going to hear very much when you get to hear that stuff and that's what makes me love nuja best so much is that it is different it's not flashing bills in the club it's not none of that stuff it's he's actually talking about it when you listen to the lyrics of the nuja best song he's talking about stuff that is real yeah and he's talking about stuff that matters she talks about love to him and personally all the time yeah it's amazing well so yeah. I, and i think i think the the reason why nujabes is so great he's doing his own thing he started his own thing but it comes from the same vein as true hip-hop it's a branch off of that mm-hmm. whereas i feel like rappers today like new rappers they're trying to create their own tree because they don't know how to rap like snoop dogg talks about it too in some interviews how these guys, they don't know how to rap. They don't know how to do it. So they just mumble and they, and they don't, oh, they don't rhyme. Is the worst. It's terrible. 
And it's it's not coming from the same vein as what hip hop is. Yeah, it might have a beat. Yeah. But it's not hip hop. Right. It's not. Also, uh I understand that the irony of five white Mormon guys in Utah <laughs> <laughs> discussing the uh the the quality of of, of hip hop hip hop and rap. But, but but here's the thing though. Like we mentioned Eminem, but Eminem is a white dude from Detroit that's the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. Like he might be the realest guy out yeah. there. Yeah. Like if you want to have a good time, go on YouTube and look up videos of other rappers talking about Eminem. Like the game, they asked him like who like if there's anyone that you wouldn't want to have beef with in the rap game, who is it? He didn't even hesitate. He was like uh Eminem like, no, that dude's crazy. You don't want to mess with him. Like, and then like you took, there's an interview with 50 cent and he was like, if you take whoever your favorite black rapper is and you put him in a room face to face with M like M will destroy him. It doesn't matter. He's like, and it kind of sucks that there's a white dude that's doing <laughs> that. He's like, hip hop is black music. Right. And it's and it's depressing a little bit that there's a white dude that, that's doing it better than anybody else. But I think because of that, I think we're allowed to have our opinion on hip hop. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks, Em. <laughs> thanks, Em. Obviously, obviously, everyone's allowed to have their yeah. opinion on anything. Yeah. I just thought it was, I, I was just sitting here listening Ironic. to all talk about it. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about uh, Eminem, and I'm going to bring this back to Nuji Best, but uh, Eminem, I, I just realized when I was driving home from Las Vegas and I was listening to Nuji Best and I was just thinking about rappers and I was thinking about Eminem and I was thinking, okay, his real name is Marshall Mathers and his initials are M M. So M and M, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. This is the first time I actually real like really thought about that. And then I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and then I just I didn't know his name. Are you serious? Okay. <laughs> so, so then I so that, then, like in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a cool name and I liked how he spelled it M and M instead of M and M. It was Oh anyway. man. <laughs> so uh it's funny, funny, but it's funny how that kind of stuff sneaks up on you something. Yeah, exactly. Troy was this many years old uh-huh. <laughs> when he found I was, out. T- well, I was today, I was today years, years old. Last, last week years old. Anyway, so uh, but bringing back to, to Nujibes, his rapper name is his name backwards. Yeah. So I think that's just, that just the kind of play on that, which is, uh, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, uh, Seba Jun, mm-hmm. right? So um, I, which, which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, how often can you take your real name, flip it backwards, and actually have a cool rapper name? Like, can any of us say that? Like, my rapper name would be Yort. Lodnednem Yort. <laughs> You thought about this before, haven't you? I did actually on the drive here. I was like, "What's my rapper name? My rapper name is Yort." I am not even going to try to do my. I sound like uh, like in a fantasy novel. I'm like the a hole guard and like ye ye lad Cirque. Jake's is actually kind of cool. It was uh, Drawfig. Drawfig Cage. Kind of cool. Anyway, Nesna Esir. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I was just thinking about that and I was kind of chuckling about that in the, in the car. My rapper name is Yort. Yort. That, that would probably work in today's game. Uh, Yort. Yort the rapper. (laughs) Yort Yort the the rapper. rapper. He's just this white dude from Utah. (laughs) (laughs) So Scott, we haven't heard your input yet. What did you think of him? Yeah, I've been really quiet. This, uh, I, uh, I'm pretty far removed from this topic, so I don't have a lot to say about it. But um, like the the stuff I was gonna complain about, like 
you guys were talking. I didn't realize it was like collaborations. I I didn't like a lot of uh, I guess his the the lyrics and stuff in some of his collaborations. So, but that has nothing to do with him. Um, but yeah, it was good. I really liked. I think it's a good um, introductory into the into the genre because mm-hmm. it's uh, mixed with with jazz and and the different uh, undertones with the pianos and the different uh, instruments. So it's a good way to to get into the genre. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know much about, <laughs> about any of this. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys want to wrap this up and give them a rating? Yeah. You more? I'm going to keep it super simple. I'm going to give them five stars. I really genuinely love it. Like, and I, I'll just throw it on and I'll make it through like half, maybe three quarters of the song, go to the next one. And I'm just happy through every song. Like I'm totally content. Yeah. To just go through it. It's great music. Thumbs up and a strong arm. And a strong that's, arm? That's, it's it's strong music. It's good stuff. I like it. Keep it coming. Nice, man. I'm going to give him... Uh, I think, al- is that the first time that I've ever given, given something not like... Yeah, you, you, weren't super, you weren't super pretentious about it. <laughs> you, were, you were pretty like level-headed. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him an 11 out of 13 stars. Um, that's really high. <laughs> um, and they, uh, specific as well. and a boom box emoji. Nice. Um, no, and, and actually the reason why is because I could totally see us like, you know, walking down, you know, rural American <laughs> or urban America in the eighties with a boom box on our shoulders playing new best. I just like, want to say, know, while I Chris had it playing in the background while we were recording, I loved it. Yeah, like, it, was great. it was like, we it was should great. have this playing the whole time. We're recording every episode. It was really good. Yeah. All right, Scotty, you're up. I'll give it a uh, thumbs up and a question mark. <laughs> what is this? Why do I like so, this? What's your rating? Um, so I kind of wanted to end. I'm going to play another one of the songs that I played this song while I was making the playlist here. It's actually, he has a song called Reflection Eternal. And then he did another collaboration CD because that's what he loved to do was mm-hmm. just, I guess, get with his buddies like us and yeah. jam. And record it and see if it sticks. I just have this feeling like if I'd have been the one that brought it up for us to listen to, Jake would have said it was like art house music and <laughs> wouldn't have liked it. It's because I, I had to butter him up first. <laughs> <laughs> Chris knows what he's doing. I know what I'm doing. And I did the same thing to Troy's music that he brought to. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> what was her What's name? Keena uh, Grant. Grant. That's her yeah. name. I was going to um, say Myla Kunis. Say that backwards. <laughs> Mila. Uh, bless you. Bless Shout you. <laughs> So I, I played this song, which is a it's a remake of another one. I had the headphones in, and I thought that he is dead, but his music still lives on because of stuff like this. I actually started crying uh, immediately afterwards. Like I said before, we all started going like, "Do we still want to do this? Yeah, is this? Do you guys want me here? Do you want any one of us here?" And we do. And we all had to have a conversation about it and realize how grateful we are for each other. And this song makes me grateful. For New Jabez. Are you bringing us full circle? Full circle, full circle dude. Full circle. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say thank you to New Jabez for making music that helps me. I uh, I have kind of crippling anxiety sometimes. And his music's got me through a lot of uh, just kind of freak out moments. Just kind of moments to, to help me calm down and relax. And, and you guys do too in doing this I love it and I, I'm glad that we can take an hour of our day and listen to 
something that's super personal to me. And I, I don't even care if you guys like it or not, but uh, just something that was personal to me and just something I kind of wanted to reach out and share with you guys. It's awesome. So, thanks, man. Yeah, I this is this is my probably my favorite artist of all time. Um, so yeah, I give him 100% score with a bunch of fire flames. And <laughs> fire flames as opposed halo. to what other flames? I'm going to give him a halo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love this and I love that his music can still make me feel. It's so, awesome, man. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's... Uh, do we have any uh, shout outs? Should we do a shout out? I think, uh, I think we had one... Uh, I don't have iTunes because I don't have internet on my computer and I have a, I don't have an Apple phone, but uh, <laughs> I don't have iTunes I either. Think, uh, I think I saw one from Mr. Ben Gifford. Who's that guy? Um, yeah, who's it? Who's that geezer? Pa- pa- Papa Gifford <laughs> left one. On the there, guy? I think so. If someone wants to look that up and find it, we can, uh, we can, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. Man, we're so prepared. Shout outs. <laughs> should, we, should we call someone out really quick while they're looking? I just uh, maybe give a shout out to another podcast. Do it. Sure, I don't do know. It. I just everybody knows I'm obsessed with Bill Simmons, but uh, he actually did. He released it today. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. But uh, it's called The Rewatchables and they're doing it on Taken. So, uh, yeah, I love that movie. Liam Neeson. So it'll be Bill Simmons and Shea Serrano, who's one of my favorite guys to listen to Shea and to Serrano's read. Great. Shea Serrano's amazing. Um, but yeah, go over to the Ringer Podcast Network, um, find the rewatchables and any other topic that you might want to check out and uh, listen to Taken, the rewatchables. So uh, I have uh, uh, Ben's Pop, uh, Papa Gifford. Let's Papa hear Gifford. What, let's hear Papa. Uh, it's, pre- it's pretty biased, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he gave us five stars uh, and uh, he said, loved, loved, loved the Sabaton issue. Oh, so there we go. The one so, where his two sons, so, <laughs> just his sons. Take, take yeah. Papa Gifford's advice. What about us, Papa Gifford? What but, about us? But knowing, know, knowing Uncle Ben, uh, I know like that that is kind of his wheelhouse. That he would really appreciate. I mean, obviously, he raised you guys, so you guys, you know, you guys appreciate. Proud that, dad. But, you should be proud, dad. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Uncle Ben. I should let you know that he hates metal music. He, there's no reason. Why I was, he would I was like more talking about the history music. part of it. Like, but, uh, yeah. but no, that's that's exactly what he actually talked to me later about it. He's listening like, to metal on his way into work for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> uh, but seriously, he was talking to me about it, and he was saying like the the history stuff is really cool. So. We're uh, Scotty and I are working on getting another episode put together, and we're going to get that out. I'm, I'm excited soon. for it. I love that episode. That was a good I was episode. looking up the Swiss Guard, yeah. and I was like, "Those clowns!" Yeah, about <laughs> so it was super I, interesting. I, I could yeah. go on and on and on about the Swiss Guard. And yeah, do, an, do another don't. one, dude. Yeah, absolutely. You guys got to. I actually another thing about the Sabaton uh, episode. I was, as I mentioned, I went to Vegas, and me and a, a coworker who's also a good friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Aaron. Um, Aaron, leave us a review. <laughs> he we uh we were driving to vegas and good. i said hey i want you got i want you to listen to this and i played him sabaton and uh and then he really really liked it. he's a big music junkie he's in like two bands he's really big music junkie that's and, two more than me yeah yep. <laughs> and uh anyway so as a result i think he uh may have started listening to our podcast because of your sabaton episode so nice. right on uh, yeah good all job, right guys, guys. welcome aaron we well, love glad to have you 
So, uh, hey, uh, Papa Gifford, will you marry me? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Troy, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so uh, next week, um, we, uh, we're going to be talking about comic book movies, but we're going to add a little bit of a spin on it, a little bit of a <laughs> caveat. Caveat. So we're talking uh, comic book movies that are not DC and Marvel, and there's a little bit of leeway this was, there. Uh, this yeah, is yeah. hard to quantify. This is this is hard to very to. to it can be I DC, think, but it can't be the mainstream. So yeah. it was like so no X Men. Yeah, we're not talking Justice League. We're not talking Avengers. We're not talking no, X Men. We're no not talking Spider Man. No DCEU. Yeah, yeah. So so things like you know Watchmen, Constantine, uh, Blade. Those are on the table. I'm so excited. <laughs> those are on the table, but uh, but you know obviously the Superman, Batman, Spider Man, Iron Man, all of those. Those are off the table, so the rules are a little bit, a uh, little bit relaxed. That's but if you break them, I will thing. make fun of you no relentlessly. <laughs> so, um, so that's what we're talking about next week: is uh, comic book movies, non DC, non Marvel, and uh, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, so there I'm ex- so many. I'm excited to talk about this with you guys uh, next week. All right, guys. So uh, go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Leave us a like and review. It'll really help us out. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.